Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Let it rain! You remember the class where I taught y'all how to make it rain? Make it rain. Dollar, dollar bills, y'all. Monday, uh, what is it? Oh my, wow. July 22nd, 2019. want to thank you guys very much for stopping by. Joe Ranieri, Dane Martinez. Take a look at uh, what happened over the weekend. Take a look at what the what the week has in store for us as we try to make heads and tails of it all. Bottom line is we'll look to help uh, make you guys uh, some money. That's what we do. That's what we enjoy doing. So that's exactly what it's going to be. Now, I hope many of you somehow managed to stay cool uh, over the weekend because it was, uh, how do you say, Uh, Hot as ass uh, in a lot of parts of this uh, country. I found myself in Orlando, the craziness that that was, uh, doing the Universal Universal Studios uh, tour. And I can tell you, it's about 10 degrees hotter in Orlando when you're not near the water than it is here in South Florida. But I got no room to complain because I know where Dane was. Triple digits uh, were hitting the thermometer, I believe, in uh, in your neck of the woods there, Dane. So that could not have been a fun weekend for you. I'm not sure if you spent any time outside like my crazy ass, but I'm just I'm curious, man. Did you did you wander outside and, and cook an egg on the sidewalk? Did you do any of that stuff? Uh, good morning, Joe. Good morning, degenerates out there. Uh, almost, Joe. Listen, I, I first of all, I have to apologize to my friend Adam who invited a lot of people over to his roof for a sunset barbecue yesterday. Ooh, and I okay. gave him a reason. I was like, yo, bro, I just can't do it. You know, I blamed it on my fiance <laughs> not feeling well. So I apologize, my boy, Adam. You know, I still oh, love yeah. you. Um, I went out a little bit on Saturday. It was nasty, Joe. It wasn't even the 100 yeah. degrees, bro. It was like the humidity on top of it. You really <laughs> would felt like you needed to take a shower after, like, walking five steps. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> well. me and the lady <laughs> – And I've described it here on this show, me and the lady, we're starting to get a little golf obsessed, Joe. We're starting to get a little bit golf obsessed. But there's this uh, one like par three course here in Queens in Flushing Meadow, right by City Field, where they do where the big ball is, you know, uh, from the World's Fair. And they got a great par three course, but they have night golf. okay? Um, and so the last tee time is 10 p.m. You can go until one. A.M. Okay. okay, so we went out there on Saturday after the sun went down and teed off at about 830 and it wasn't as unbearable. It was still low 80s, but, you know, the sun wasn't up. So it was OK. It was hot, man. I mean, any which it way was, you man. cut it, it was it was hot across the country. So and which made it so interesting watching the British Open early on, because, right. you know, I'm, I'm going these guys are wearing nine layers of clothes. It's raining sideways. Three holes later, they're shedding clothes. Then they're putting it back on. And I'm going, no wonder why the Americans can't win this tournament. Like, no wonder why it's always a European guy. Because Americans, these country club dudes are like, oh, hell no. Like, I know this is, I'm not used to this. Like, we go to Hawaii. Like, we play in Arizona. Right, right, right. 
I mean, we don't do this kind of weather, Deal with but the weather. it was. Yeah, it was really strange watching it, of course, on TV and then stepping outside. And like you said, humidity smacks you in the face, right? You're sweating in the shade. You're like, it's just oppressive, right? You're you're watching the steam come up off the ground, you know, waiting in lines for roller coasters. I thought I was going to pass out, you know, lunatic that I don't even know what the hell that was. Uh, But it's... I'm watching, you know, I'm trying to catch some updates here on the um, uh, about the tournament. I'm going, is that it's raining? These guys look like they're fr- they can see their breath. I'm like, what part of the world is that golf tournament in? I'm like that. It is that cold in July. But listen, congratulations to Shane Lowry. Uh, those of you that had him 80 to one. Another bomb hits. Gary Woodland was 80 to one. Shane Lowry. Yep. 80 to one. It was a little anticlimactic there, of course, on Sunday, uh, just because nobody else was going to catch him. Even yeah, if he had like five shots, right? Yeah. I mean, listen, even if he, he did start to wilt a little, had a couple of bogeys there, consecutive bogeys, but the problem was nobody else was going to shoot, was going 30 miles an hour. So I, I'm happy for the fans there that also. Uh, we're probably so loaded by the time he ended up. I can't even sure. imagine. It's amazing how warm you must feel when you got nothing That's but true. Guinness in you. I can't even begin to tell you. But all in all, and our boy, top five, Tony Finau. Yeah, Tony Finau, baby. Third Tony, place. Tony Absolutely. Finau. Absolutely. Yes. Joe. You know, Tony. the thing, the idea that they were uh, like, ole, 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 yeah, throughout yeah. the entire back nine was awesome. But I got to yep. tell you something, Joe. I saw them. I was watching the very end of it on TV, and they they engraved the trophy when Lowry was still on, like, 17 or 18. Absolutely. And I was like, wait a second. I don't know yep. if I'd do that, especially on this kind of course, you know, because one thing we didn't talk about going on Thursday, Friday – like David Duvall put up like a 14 on one hole, you know, yes. in the first round, I think, you know. So here's mm-hmm. my thing. Like, yes, he had a five stroke lead. Yes, of course, it was kind of safe. And, you know, it wound up he won the championship. But I thought that was dicey engraving the trophy. Yes. You know, like that's like engraving the Stanley Cup. Like when it's, you know, you're up two goals in the third period in game seven. I don't know. Anything can happen. Right, Joe? Absolutely. Yeah, it can. And especially. Shane Lowry, just a couple of years ago, 2016, he's the leader going into the U.S. Open on Sunday in Oakmont and just and throws up all over himself. So and they kept reminding everybody, I guess, during the throughout the week when he was leading. He did on the first tee in his hometown, you know, exactly. So they're like, but you know what it was when he shot. 63 on Saturday. That was when he won the tournament. When he when he went 63, when everybody, guys like Tommy Fleetwood shot six, everybody else was going low and he went even lower. That was when he won. That was when he won the tournament. Then roll in the weather. Short of J.B. Holmes shooting an 87, who lost himself I, I somewhere around, uh, I think, $800,000, at least $800,000. He shot 87, dude. This was the guy who led the tournament after the first two rounds. And then Brooks Kupka goes after him after the tournament. Not only did J.B. Holmes take himself out, he managed to take out Brooks Kupka, which no other golf course in a major has been able to do. J.B. Holmes was able to take Brooks Kupka out of the tournament. Shoot 74, his worst round at a major in forever. And all because... J.B. Holmes is the slowest golfer known to mankind, and he was pissed off. 
We'll let you hear from uh, from good old uh, Brooks Kupka, who now people are all pissed off at because they think he's a little bougie. You know, like you're a little uh, spoiled. Someone's got to have the black hat. Someone's ah, got to be the Someone's got to do it, dude. Yep. We'll talk about that. Plus the weekend in sports coming up. Make it rain. Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You know, as an allergy sufferer, you're wired differently. I sure feel that way. That's why there's Nasacort. It's different, too. You see, unlike antihistamines, Nasacort targets and inhibits more of the allergic inflammation that causes your congestion and other nasal allergy symptoms. My antihistamine doesn't do that? None of them do. Oh, that is different. And it's why Nasacort's more effective at giving you 24-hour relief. So even if I'm wired differently... Nasacort stops more of what makes you miserable. Use as directed. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build and optimize lineups for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Message and data rates may apply. Hi, I'm Frank Thomas, the Big Hurt. After I left baseball, I just couldn't stay in shape like I used to. Turns out, once you hit 40, your body has less free testosterone, and that can make it harder to get into shape. So I got back into the game with Nugenics. I'm feeling stronger with a lot more energy and drive. You want to get back into shape? Get Nugenics. All you have to do is send one simple text. Frank's right. Just text YOUTH to 321321 to get a complimentary bottle of award-winning Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Its unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testofen, a patented key ingredient clinically researched to help a man feel stronger, leaner, more energetic, and more passionate. And guys, she'll like the difference too. Nugenic samples are not available in stores. To get your complimentary bottle, text YOUTH to 321321. That's Y-O-U-T-H to 321321. If you've heard of WeatherTech floor liners, you probably know that for your vehicle's floor, nothing protects better. But what about protection for the rest of your car or truck? I'm David McNeil, founder of WeatherTech. Besides our floor liners, we design, engineer, and manufacture a wide range of automotive accessories right here in America. And just like our floor liners, everything is done to the highest standards possible. We understand what kind of investment owning a vehicle can be, so we do everything possible to help you protect it. We don't take shortcuts, and we never make concessions when it comes to quality. For everything from cargo liners to cleaning and detailing supplies to mud flaps and car covers, the one place you need to go is WeatherTech.com. So if you are familiar with our floor liners, just imagine how well the rest of our products will work for you. Learn more about our full line of automotive accessories at WeatherTech.com or call 1-800-CARMATS. WeatherTech.com, proudly made in America. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, your turn to hit your gloves not on and then then you start thinking about it that's that's where the problem lies it's it's not that he, he takes that long it's just the problem he doesn't do anything till it's his turn um 
you know, that that's the frustrating part, but he's not the only one that does it out here. Yeah, so Brooks Kupka throwing a whole damn tour under the bus there, especially after shooting 74. Phil still finishing top five, of course, fourth in the uh, British Open, but he was he was not happy, to say the least, uh, yesterday after being paired up with J.B. Holmes, a notorious, listen, great guy, good dude, somebody you're going to want to drink a beer with at the end of the bar. Which is usually what happens at the end of uh, at the end of tournaments. He doesn't go to the putting green. He comes into the bar at the uh, at the country club. Can't he's be playing mad at. at. That. Yeah, yeah exactly. That. Good dude, you know. But when it comes to playing with him, he has a reputation of being a guy that is very methodical, takes his time. And I think what Brooks's point was there, Dane, is that it's not that he he's that slow, but while another guy is hitting. Usually what happens is the other golfer who's waiting to hit is going through a pre-shot routine, picking a club. Apparently, J.B. Holmes doesn't do a damn thing until it's his turn to play. So Brooks is a guy that's like, you know, hit the ball, walk to the ball, pick a club, hit the ball, walk to the ball, pick a club, hit the ball, walk to the ball. Right, right, Brooks right. Cup is a guy who likes, hey, let's go, you know. Let's, and But it was painful. Not only did the dude take forever, but he shot 87, Dane. And could you imagine being a dude shooting 70, you know, 73, 74, and having to watch a guy drop two, hit three, drop four? I mean, it's I understand Brooks's point, and a lot of people are like, whoa, Brooks, man, what are you doing? But, but this is not the first time we've heard this about J.B. Holmes, but I think it makes a little bit of sense because it was quite obvious Brooks Kupka he was not himself there yesterday on Sunday watching him swing that club. Yeah, you know, that's interesting. I got a, I got a question for you. In NASCAR, if a car is, like, not on the lead lap, Joe, right. and another car is trying to pass him, doesn't the car, like, not on the lead lap kind of have to give the other car the right away? Don't they have to kind of go down on the track and let the, let the lead dog kind of be competitive and stay on their own pace? You know, and it usually is, provides that. Yes. You know, that's 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 kind of what I'm thinking of here. Right. If J.B. Holmes is blowing up in front of himself, I understand oh. if he's also like two shots um, behind the lead or something and he's mm-hmm. got to be, you know, but if he's kind of not in contention anymore and right behind where he's playing with or right in front of people who are in contention, I almost yep. think like, like the course starter should have to be like, yo, hey, let's go quick up the pace. You know, that sort it's of thing brilliant. so that yes. everybody else can stay on point. Yep. Yeah. I mean, his expressions just all week. I mean, this was this was his expression watching him across while he's not even waiting for for J.B. Holmes to finish. playing. (laughs) (laughs) You know, he's cursing under his breath. He's going this. Are you kidding me? Now you're lining up. MF is only lining up the putt now. He's like, start lining up putt. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> it, it is. I mean, just priceless, man. And then to me, I thought. To, and this is JB Holmes, by the way, who sends this back. Like, dude, Kupka's like playing like he had ice cream in the car. <laughs> he goes, I barely had time to plumb bob my long irons. And and plumb bob for those of you is a golfing term that means that's when he lines his shot up. You know, he takes the club. You know, you see the guys hold the club out there to try and. Uh, find the direction of where the hole is. But this is what this guy does. And he's like, Cup is like playing like he had ice cream melting in his car, which I thought was absolutely priceless. And those two guys going back and forth seem to be the bigger story than actual Shane Lowry, who ran away with the tournament on Sunday. But pretty funny stuff there, man. I got to tell you. And also, 
hats off to our boy uh, Jay, the sports keg, who um, I understand you won a couple of bucks on, in the MMA over the weekend. Did you not listening to him? Yeah, listen, we had him in on Friday. And remember, we were doing some of the picks. I, I was big on this Alex Hernandez uh, yes. play that he gave out. Um, and, and Hernandez did, in fact, win. Although I will say I didn't dig into it too much, Joe. We got to ask Jay. But at least from social media, it looked like it was a controversial decision. Okay, yes. it was funny because all the stuff I was reading was like, "Oh, this guy shouldn't have won. This guy shouldn't have won. Oh, what happens now to this guy's career?" Because I believe Hernandez was some like up and coming fighter, and I guess he won. But there was some uh, controversy around it. But guess what? I can still cash my bets, so it's all good. Thanks, Jay. And you don't care. And once again, uh, nah, the sports cake delivering for us. No, it really doesn't. He delivers once again. And then in the other spectrum, you had a 40-year-old boxing in Manny Pacquiao yeah. this weekend, who you and I could not figure for the life of us who in the hell would actually spend their hard-earned money to buy that fight on, uh, on pay-per-view. But obviously somebody did. And Manny Pacquiao opened up during the week as an underdog. And so much money came in on Pacquiao leading up to the fight that all of a sudden he shot to a favorite. He all of a sudden became the favorite in this fight. He's 40 years old. The other kid is 30, Thurman. He's undefeated. Undefeated. He well, was undefeated. Well, he was actually undefeated. And, I, I, you know, now Manny Pacquiao at 40 years old, right, has one more fight. I guess there was a there's somebody that is in the waiting here, which is going to be another monster payday for Manny Pacquiao. And for the life of me, I love boxing, Dane. You love boxing. But I can't I can't bring myself to watching a 40 year old box like I just can't do it, man. I'd rather watch Greg Hardy beat people in a submission <laughs> for 37 seconds. You know what I mean? It's more exciting. Yeah, I do. And here's the thing. I mean, for Pacquiao specifically, also, he's like a congressman or a senator over there in the Philippines. Right. So, like, right. I, I listen, he certainly trained enough. He's certainly still good enough to beat the undefeated Keith Thurman. So I'm not disparaging right. his skill set at all. All to be honest, Joe, for me, it's kind of like the same thing I was saying about a guy like Rob Gronkowski. What is there left for him right. to do? Why do, he doesn't have to prove jack to anybody? Why put yourself and your body and your head and your mind and your brain through all that? Like, it's the same I said with Gronk. If you've seen him, he's like, he's lost like 30 pounds, he's chilling, you know, he's living his best life, and he's still going to be able to make millions of dollars in endorsements and appearances, stuff like that. If you're Manny Pacquiao, you are literally a living legend in your country. People literally think he's a god, you know, and like go to his house to pray like it's a shrine, you know. You're already an elected official. You're already a rich. Why? Mm -hmm. What are you there doing? Your boxing legacy is one of the best of all time. Is also cemented. Like, what yep. are you doing? There's nothing left to gain. So, no, I don't want to see Pacquiao really fight again. I'd rather, I'd rather we see uh, some up and comers come come at it. And that is the poll question today, Joe. I wrote, do you want to see Pacquiao fight again? And the options are yes, no, or only against Floyd Mayweather, but I wouldn't want to see that one either. either. I, I would have wanted exactly. to see that one like 10 years ago. <laughs> exactly. I don't want that. Like, I don't want any part of that. I don't want to watch it. By the time he fights again, he's probably going to be 41, right? Yeah. I mean, so what? like who wants to see? And, and maybe that's the problem with boxing, right? Because we're still holding on to the past. And that's exactly what Manny Pacquiao represents is the past that we can't name three guys underneath waiting for. I don't, I don't know who they are. I don't even know what the hell weight class he's fighting in anymore. It's ridiculous, but that's what the boxing world has become. Unfortunately, the Mayweathers, the Pacquiao's, I mean, hell, the, the worst, 
Were you going to tell me De La Hoya is going to lace him up again? And, uh, right, and, right, and get, right. like, I don't, I'm done with boxing. Unfortunately, it's sad. But it, to me, these are more sideshows than they are what, what, at least what you and I remember growing up when sure. we saw wars. We had wars. I mean, this, this is not, there's nothing, there's nothing exciting about is- this at all. There's not, not any. There's not as many big Americans anymore. When you, when you and I are talking about the times we're talking about, first of all, mm-hmm. there were American heavyweights that would get yes. challenge the division. That would be very important for the interest of boxing in this country. Don't yep. get me wrong. There are some studs here in America. You know the Andre Wards of the world that are out there. Right. But it is less of an American sport at the at the highest levels. You know, in your heavyweights, you have mostly Eastern Europeans these days, right? And then your your lower weights, your flyweights, your middleweights, you have a lot of Latin American influence right now. And so those are yep. guys that we don't know as well. Meanwhile, in this country, to your point, Joe, UFC is really taking a bigger chunk of the fighting attention yep. from people these days. Dana White has yep. finally gotten the market share he wanted. And it's a shame because there's nothing better than a classic boxing war. But we just don't get them anymore. All right, the latest from the NFL. More teams reporting this week, the training camp. We'll give you the headlines coming up. Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Indeed knows finding the right hire takes time away from your business. Hiring a qualified data engineer felt like a second job. More job seekers use Indeed than any other site, so there's no better place to find someone with the skills you're looking for. I needed someone with a master's in computer science and database experience. Plus, Indeed screener questions help you find your shortlist fast. Now I'm back to having just one job. See why more than 3 million companies worldwide use Indeed to hire. Post your job at Indeed.com hire. Indeed, the world's number one job site. Source com score total visits. Dad, what are you doing? Cramming for college. I'm the one going to college. Yeah, but we need to figure out how we're going to pay for it all. Discover Student Loans. Discover does student loans? Yeah, they're one of the top student loan lenders in the country. It takes 15 minutes or less to apply, and there are no fees for the life of the loan. Best of all, I can earn cash rewards if I get good grades. Really? Yeah, we still have time to apply and get a great rate. So I can just chill. College kids still say that, right? No one says that, Dad. Really? Yeah. Visit discoverstudentloans.com to apply today. Limitations apply. Made Sailors is the leading cleaning service in New York City and Boston. We service homes, offices, corporate apartments, and Airbnb turnarounds. Give us a call or a text at 212-299-5170 to book now. That's 212-299-5170. Use the promo code FNTSY for 15% off your first cleaning. For more information, go to MadeSailors.com. That's MadeSailors.com. Do you want two risk-free wagers up to $1,000? If so, go to pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Open yourself up a PointsBet sports wagering account. Enter the promo code GRID and you'll get two risk-free bets of up to $1,000. In addition to traditional betting, PointsBets also offers its own betting concept where customers, they're rewarded by how much they win their bet. That's pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Enter the promo code GRID and get your two risk-free bets of up to $1,000 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. 
the Fantasy Sports Network is ready to take you out to the ballgame. Our experts and analysts are following the boys of summer through all 162 games of the 2019 MLB season with the best fantasy baseball analysis in the industry. Catch the latest news and notes every day to help you win your fantasy leagues and your DFS tournaments. We'll always want you back listening and watching the Fantasy Sports Network on the FNTSY radio app and the FNTSY YouTube channel. The Fantasy Sports Network, where we're root, root, rooting for your fantasy baseball team. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Fantasy football season now upon us, and season-long drafts are in full swing. So, Roto Experts, well, they've got you covered with their NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package, which includes the best math-based seasonal projections and rankings available anywhere on the net. You can thank Davis Maddock and the Roto Experts. They'll be providing dynasty season-long betting, best ball, and NFL draft content every day of the year so you can have an edge regardless of the type of fantasy football you play. Do yourself a favor, save 10%, rotoexperts.com, promo code FNTSY. That's 10% off, promo code FNTSY for the NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package only at rotoexperts.com and want to welcome you in here on this Monday, July the 22nd, Dane Martinez, Joe Ranieri. Thank you very much guys for dropping by, hanging out with us here as we dive into some of the NFL headlines uh, from over the past couple of days. And as more and more teams start to report to training camp this week, uh, also we're starting to hear things like, Oh, I don't know. This broke on Friday, Dane, that Tyreek Hill, is in fact not going to be suspended by the NFL. And so the question remains here, because there's, there's, there's a whole lot of questions that come from this. The initial reaction is, what the hell is the NFL doing? How is the NFL, uh, you know, how does the NFL not suspend them? And then you go, well, there must be really, she must be lying through her teeth for the NFL not to go and suspend her. So, so many more questions unanswered than actually answered. But the one thing we know for sure, I guess people's draft boards actually changed over the weekend too as well, didn't they? Absolutely. Um, with the news, and you know, it's funny, Joe, we were talking about it, I think at one point being like, can the commissioner just let us know so we know right. how to draft accordingly? And I think that's hysterical. And that's why it's also interesting when you see like these early drafts, people are drafting with the unknown of if Tyreek Hill was going to be, uh, you know, eligible for 16 or not. Now that it looks like he will be eligible for 16, with that concern removed, yeah, Tyreek Hill goes right back into wide receiver one territory, one of the top 12 wide receivers, you know, and you can safely take him. I think you could take Tyreek Hill safely in as early as the third round, okay? He's probably going more like uh, around like number in the fourth round, let's say, but he's a top 10 Mm. wide receiver in what many people believe will be the number one offense 
in the NFL yet again. He is clearly the one weapon. And with Tyreek Hill, the great part about him from a strictly fantasy standpoint is you also get, Joe, you also get like, you know, the end arounds, you get the toss sweeps, that sort of thing. You know, um, right now, Tyreek Hill is going as wide receiver number eight. Um, actually as a late second round pick. Yeah. So, um, you know, ahead of him, and this is in kind of like consensus ranks, um, you know, the top guys are DeAndre Hopkins, Devontae Adams. Then you got your Julio Jones, Michael Thomas's Odell Beckham's that's already five. Then you got Juju in there and, you know, then it gets murky as to who you like. Right. So he's eight for some people. I personally would personally put Mike Evans and T.Y. Hilton. Uh, some people could put Antonio Brown over Tyreek Hill. But that's what you're talking about. A legitimate uh, on the turn end of the second beginning of the third kind of pick and could be the wide receiver one for your team right now. Like I said, those are the top guys. The uh, I would put it at the Devontae Adams. Julio Jones, Michael Thomas, and DeAndre Hopkins, and there's news on Hopkins and his shoulder, although I think he's going to be okay. Those are your top guys, but that next little tier, your Odell's, your Antonio Brown's, your Juju's, your T.Y. Hilton's, uh, Tyreek Hill belongs in that tier as a legitimate top wide receiver for your fantasy team, end of the second round, beginning of the third. Yeah, and it doesn't, it, listen, it hadn't moved the needle from a winning uh, a number of wins for them, the uh, the future right. side of it, because uh, guys, quarterbacks make the wide receiver. The wide receiver doesn't make the quarterback. We've seen it a million times already. It's example after example. While Tyreek Hill is definitely a weapon, Andy Reid, I'm sure Patrick Mahomes would love to have on the field. The reality is, and and we all notice about Andy Reid, Andy Reid was already planning for life without Tyreek Hill anyway. So the fact that they have right. him back. It's great, but even if you're Andy Reid, how much stock are you putting that this dude is going to be around the full season anyway? Like how much, you know, like how if you're Andy Reid, you've already been prepping for life after Tyreek Hill. Uh, now that you have him, it's great. But I, how do you trust the dude like this on your team? Yeah, I think that's a good point. And here's the point also, Joe, that I, I, I think which makes the NFL so... I don't know if inconsistent is the word, right? We hear the reports that Tyreek Hill will not be suspended. Over the weekend, Joe, honestly, I saw reports that the Chiefs are now excited and they're looking to extend the contract of Tyreek Hill. <laughs> I also saw reports that after this, they're looking to potentially trade Tyreek Hill, right? So the idea of if Andy Reid thinks of him as a uh, stable piece of the offense is still up for grabs. At this point in time, I don't really believe much of what I hear. Some teams Teams, you know, are getting better stances for contract negotiations. Some teams will be trading players in the off in this training camp, guys who may get cut, things of that nature. So similar to right before the draft, I think people are putting out smoke screens about how they view their own talent because, you know, we're going to have roster cut downs and a lot of player movement during training camp that people don't really realize on the back half of the roster. So I don't believe anything beat reporters are saying these days. One of the other uh, headlines, of course, from the weekend has to do with Ezekiel Elliott, who we know came out and said, hey, guys, listen, I'd like to uh, like to play for a little more money here. And I know I got two years left on my deal, but hey, uh, I know you got to sign, uh, I don't know, Dak Prescott and Amari Cooper, who the Cowboys have obviously made a priority to get them to extensions. Before the running back, who, you know, has two years left on his current deal as it is. But Ezekiel's like, now he's threatening, 
He's telling people he's planning on leaving the country in the next couple of days, um, that he'd like to get this all out of the way. He uh, And it's apparent that Dallas now is being rumored to consider a future without Ezekiel Elliott. You know, how much do you worry about looking at, a, at Elliott for the Cowboys and going, um, I don't know. Does it affect his trade? Does it affect his, you know, where you draft him? Or is Ezekiel Elliott still a top five running back? Yeah, so it was good for me to know that Ezekiel Elliott wouldn't be suspended by the NFL. And that's right. one hurdle, right, to him, you know, hopefully playing 16 games. This idea of the contract holdout is something else. On my show Fantasy Freestyle, Joe, I talked about kind of how no long-term deal for a running back is probably actually smart. What I did, mm. Joe, was I looked – you know how everybody was talking about the Madden ratings and stuff? I looked at the top 12 backs on running backs in terms of the Madden ratings, and then mm -hmm. I looked at the top 12 backs in terms of their contracts. And, Joe, some of the top 12 backs in terms of their contract like, – like Giovanni Bernard is the ninth highest paid con uh, running back in football. Okay, wow. Lamar Miller. You know, LaShawn McCoy, and I'm saying, like, do these four or five-year deals look good now on the back end? I don't care who you are. Think about it. Todd Gurley got an extension last year. That doesn't look good now because of his arthritis. Devontae Freeman a couple years ago was one of the highest-paid running backs in football. So even when you look about, like, a, a Melvin Gordon, a Zeke Elliott, I don't care who you are. Will it look good in two years? Probably not, you know? Mm. So that's the question. Um, I think Ezekiel Elliott is right to try to swing the leverage hammer when he thinks he has it. But if I'm the Cowboys or if I'm any of these teams, the Chargers, the Cowboys, and what I do is I use them up, I spit them out, I franchise tag them if I need to, and I draft their replacement in year four, five, or six, and that's right. it. So I don't know that any of these guys are going to have these contract demands work per se, but if I believe that Zeke Elliott will be on the field for 15 or 16 games, which is what I believe at this time, he is definitively a top three pick, Joe. This year, they call it the big four. There are four running backs who many people believe are a tier above everybody else. They are Saquon Barkley, Ezekiel Elliott, Alvin Kamara, and Christian McCaffrey. For your fantasy uh, football, those are one through four, pretty much undisputedly. If you want to know the truth, I believe number five is our boy here in New York, Joe, mm. Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, I think Zeke is he, hes doing the whole threatening the uh, threatening my services, you know, a la Le'Veon Bell there because he believes the, re the, the offense revolves around him. And to a certain extent, he would not be wrong, but you've got to lock in your quarterback priority number one in Dak Prescott. You've got to have a weapon for Dak Prescott in this NFL to throw the ball to. You have to lock up Amari Cooper. you got to put those two together. Zeke Elliott, you are going to go as far as that offensive line takes you anyway. But I think like Melvin Gordon is going to figure out, like Le'Veon Bell to a certain extent figured out, you are the most replaceable piece of any offense. That is just the reality of the position. Exactly. Sitting out an extra year, I, I, it worked Be for Le'Veon Bell. It was a unique situation for Le'Veon Bell. Uh, there's still a lot of questions. He didn't get the money he wanted. So, he, you know, he probably he got guaranteed I, money, though. He got guaranteed yeah. money in his contract, which is what he wanted. You know, right. Le'Veon Bell, though, was like, you know, Melvin Gordon is like, I'm throwing out rough numbers though. Melvin Gordon is like, let's say the fifth best running back in the NFL, right? right? Le'Veon Bell was the first. You know what I mean? I think that is a little bit of a difference. And here's the other difference in my opinion also. The Pittsburgh Steelers knew and liked what they had behind him in James Conner.
They already knew that, Joe. The Chargers, they got Austin Eckler, Josh Jackson. Those are pieces, but they don't believe they can step right in in the way that James Conner could. You know what I mean? So the, his backup was right away right there. And the thing with the Chargers, the only reason I think the Chargers may need to acquiesce a little bit, many people believe, I've said it before, you know this, the Chargers are on the precipice right now. Their window mm-hmm. is right now. They got like two years left of Phillip Rivers, right? So when they're primed and ready to go, is now the time you play with a little bit of drop in production in your running back category? Probably not. You know, Melvin Gordon literally has, I think, the timing right, mostly because of Phillip Rivers' experience and how much he has left and how the rest of the team is contending right now. But yeah, he's replaceable like most other yeah, it's uh, it sucks to be a uh, it sucks to be a running back in the NFL, guys. It's the uh, it's the one position you got three years, three four years. You better make it count. That's for sure. All right, coming up, we'll take a look at some uh, Major League Baseball from over the weekend and what's in store over the next nine days. We'll do that next. Make it rain, Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Searching for an outdoor oasis but don't have time to catch a flight? Join us in the heart of Midtown at Versa, packed with good vibes, great views, and service unmatched. Fully stocked with five bars throughout the venue. Aside from our stellar dining menu, Tuesday through Friday, our culinary team has curated a delectable rotation of food activations to be featured on our patio from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. Join us for nonstop fun on one of New York City's largest patios as rooftop season is finally upon us. Located at 215 West 35th Street, New York, New York. Official partners of the New York Knicks and the New York Rangers. Put your money where your mouth is and take a shot by opening a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid where you'll receive a free bet of up to $500. That's a free bet of up to $500 when you open a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com slash grid. Point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, and in-game wagering on college and pro sports, and you're in control. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid. Open your new account and claim your free wager of up to $500 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. Lose weight now. Go to fat100.com. Lose that unwanted belly fat today and get free information at fat100.com. Fit in the dress or pants or bathing suits you've always wanted to. Go to fat100.com. Lose 10, 20, or more pounds immediately. Go to fat100.com. For free information on how you can lose weight, go to fat100.com. Fat100.com. That's fat100.com. Are you single? Everyone single is looking for the best date possible. Well, I found one website that can find you the best date, and it's called thebestdate100.com. Just go there and log in for your free trial and see if you can find your new and maybe last best date. Remember, you can find the best date of your life at thebestdate100.com. That's thebestdate100.com. One more time, thebestdate100.com. Listen to what Chris said about Andro 400. I've lost almost 40 pounds in 10 weeks. My son was getting married, and when I went for the suit fitting, I was a size 48. And when I went back to do the final fitting, I was a 44. I have more energy, that's for sure. I probably lost four inches around my belly. I'm 57, and I'm back when I was in my 30s. Here's what Dwayne said about Andro 400. This product really works. I'm an old guy, and I don't trust nobody. And I've tried all kinds of stuff. It's one of the few things I've ever bought that works. I couldn't believe it. 
life. I feel better. I have more energy. I walk 12 miles a day. I feel great. It changed my life. It really has. It's really incredible. Guys, if you'd like to lose belly fat, gain energy, and feel great, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. 888-400-0435. andro400.com. Let dailyrodo.com guide you to victory as you swing for the fences playing daily fantasy baseball. Become the eighth Daily Roto lineup optimizer to win $1 million in a fan duel or DraftKings tournament or become part of the growing community who have won thousands of dollars. If you're playing MLB DFS and not using dailyrodo.com, you're doing it wrong. Enter promo code FNTSY for a 10% discount. The 2019 MLB Daily Roto Premium Package at dailyrodo.com. Use the promo code FNTSY and get your 10% discount today. It feels like I was fishing with 55,000 people next to me throwing one fish after another. You guys are the best. And man, without your support, I cannot do it. Mariano Rivera inducted into Cooperstown Baseball Hall of Fame uh, over the weekend. Uh, along with Lee Smith, Mike Messina, Roy Holiday, Edgar Martinez, and Harold Baines. Uh, there were a boatload of people there. I mean, 40,000, 50,000 people easily uh, at this event over the weekend. The, uh, the only, the only inductee to get 100% of the vote from the, uh, the Baseball Writers Association of America. It was interesting. They wanted him to go first, but he's like, yeah, no, like I've always come in last. That's, why I have done what I've done. So uh, I hate the Hall of Fame. I hate everything it it stands for. I don't hate the players. I don't hate any of the guys that were, I don't not like any of the guys that were selected this weekend. My problem is that it's, it's a popularity contest and there are a bunch of other guys that you've ignored. You're not really telling the story of the Hall of Fame. You're deciding which story to tell and that's not really what a Hall of Fame is supposed to be. So I get it, but there is no doubt about it. I mean, it's Mariano, dude. He has forever changed the sport, and it'll never go back. He, you know, Haley's comment, we talk about it all the time. Tiger Woods, uh, Mariano Rivera, the, I, those days are over, man. Yeah, and you know what the best – I mean, uh, let me let me uh, put out a disclaimer. He is my favorite baseball player of all time as a Yankees right. fan with that dynasty, so I have to make that point. People always ask me, and, like, you know, people say Jeter and stuff like that. For me, it's Mariano Rivera, not only because he signified the win. You know, when he was mm-hmm. in the game, the Yankees won. And he did it with more class and all that good stuff than I think uh, – pretty much anybody else in Major League Baseball. There's a reason he was allowed to be the last man to wear the number 42 in Major League Baseball, if you ask me. Um, Mm -hmm. But here's the funny part for me, Joe. He did it all with one pitch. He did it all (laughs) with that one cutter. Like, literally everyone in the ballpark knew what pitch was happening, and you couldn't do jack about it anyway. And that's what was so special to me. It's not like most pitchers – most times you're up in the batter's box, Joe, you know this. You're like, all right, mm-hmm. am I looking outside? Am I looking in? Am I looking off speed? What am I thinking is going to happen? All those answers you had, and you still could not solve the riddle that was Mariano Rivera. <laughs> it's crazy, man, when you when you think about 
if he was in the game, like you had to beat the Yankees prior to the ninth inning or you were done. That was it. And, and teams it. knew this. It was like walking, you know, teeing off with Tiger on a Sunday, he wore that red shirt. You were done. Like you knew it. Like we're not catching him. It's just not going to happen. And Rivera was that same dominant way. Uh, listen, would that one pitch work in today's baseball? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't. It'd I don't think we would bats. skip a beat. <laughs> it would be better, Joe, because now everyone with the launch angle. Now, offensively, everyone is so concerned about putting the same bat path, the same right. swing on the ball, right? right? And so, if you know that everyone's trying to have that same swing, then Mariano knows exactly where to locate the ball, where to break bats on that swing. Yep, it's crazy, absolutely uh, crazy. One of the best, Messina. One of the best. Harold Baines, Edgar Martinez, two of the best in the game. Uh, you know, a, a DH finally uh, in there. Roy Holiday goes without saying. I mean, I got no problem with anybody inducted. I love the the ceremony. It was great to hear from the guys. You know, but again, until Pete Rose, until Bonds, until Clemens, until the guys that we grew up with who we know uh, were the, some of the best to play the game, until you're telling that story, I'm not interested in what's happening up at, uh, up at Cooper's Day. It's a shame. Because I love the sport, but I hate the politics that the Hall of Fame is all about. And that's what it's about, Dan. It's all about politics. Yeah, that's true. I, I hear you, Joe. Is it that would you want, say, like the voting process to be different? Let other people vote, stuff like that? What What is it specifically? I, you can't have a Hall of Fame and not have Bonds, your home run leader. OK, the greatest right. hitter of ever. P. Rose. <laughs> Clemens, the all-time hit leader, Clemens top five strikeout. Like, you can't possibly have a Hall of Fame with these guys eligible for how many years now? And you still what? You, you still won't let them in because of what? Ster I don't tell the story of steroids. I don't care. Just put the damn best players in baseball in the tell the story of baseball. Don't right. decide what story you're going to tell. Tell us the real story. Just give us the story. We'll figure it out from there. I agree with that, Joe. You know, it is part of the story of baseball, right? And it's like you're not supposed to kind of juke the narrative, right? Like, in essence, it's a museum. That's what it is. It's a museum, you yeah. know? And you should be able to see even the bad parts. And here's yeah. the funny part, Joe, and, and, and I may, I'm sorry if I take this separately. You know, they say because, oh, the consistency and the sanctity of the record book, right? Oh. But does that mean – then what does that mean about every single player who played before Jackie Robinson, right, mm -hmm. who was playing in a major league baseball where the competition was not as good as it could be, yep. <laughs> you know, quite frankly. Babe Ruth – I say this all the time – Babe Ruth never hit a home run against an Asian pitcher or against mm -hmm. a black man or against anything like that. You know, is he any worse? Is he – no. Of course not. But that's part of the story of baseball. So mm -hmm. is the fact that, you know, after the strike, Major League Baseball wanted to bring fans back to the set. And after the strike, you know, Barry Bonds saw Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa's home runs chase and was like, I'm better than these guys. Imagine if I took it, you know, mm -hmm. and, you know, Jose Canseco being part of the baseball story. Like these are all parts that belong in this story. In the same way, Joe, you can't tell the story of like America without the Civil War and slavery it's a of part of the story it's a part mm -hmm. that we're less less proud of but it's right. a part of the story nonetheless 
Absolutely correct, man. Uh, you know, Hall of Fames, if nothing else, they're meant to be established to tell the story and give us the history of the game. So uh, our grandkids, grandkids can go in there and be like, oh, wow, I know. Yeah, but, you, you know, you're not doing that. You're basically deciding on innuendo and who didn't give you an interview, you know, 20 years ago, who was a tool to I can't with that. Like, I got no tolerance for uh, for all of that politics. Uh, but I am looking forward to this week, American League. We touched based on it uh, last week, Dane. We've got, over the next three days, uh, six teams who are battling for five, spot, uh, five spots in the American League uh, yep. playoff system, the way it's working. Uh, and you look at what we've got just today, tomorrow, and Wednesday. You've got Yankees at Minnesota. You've got Boston at Tampa, and you've got Oakland at Houston. You've got the six teams right now that are available for the five spots all playing each other over the next three days, Dane. And that it just so happened that's the way it worked out. But the next three days of baseball for these six teams is going to go a long way in deciding, you know, who's playing in uh, who's playing in playoff baseball and who's not. And the Yankees got to be at the top, aren't they? Yeah, you would have to think that the Yankees, despite them losing yesterday to Colorado, still win that series, Joe. I think the Cleveland Indians would be a little bit pissed off at you, Joe, for thinking Mm -hmm. that they are the only six teams for these spots because Cleveland technically right now is the number one wild card, and they are the one team that we're kind of leaving out of this. But I digress. You're right. These guys are playing against each other. A good measuring stick to kind of see. And it's interesting, Joe, that this happens right before the trading deadline, right? At the top Mm -hmm. of the hour, we heard that the Red Red Sox were trying to be uh, maybe making moves for some closers, whether that be Ken Giles, maybe out of Toronto, could also be Kirby Yates out of San Diego uh, that we're hearing, you know, on the move. And this is kind of for the Red Sox, for teams like the Astros, the Yankees, the Twins, going up against other teams they may see in October and kind of that litmus test of them right before the trade deadline to see, hey, we don't stack up. We need to go get some more ammunition. Yeah, well, I didn't mention Cleveland because they're playing Toronto. So when you play a high school one of those team, playoff teams. yeah, I'm not interested over the next three days of what happens to you. Like, if you well, don't win those three games, should. we're not talking about they you. They need to, yeah. right? This is an opportunity yeah. for them right. with the other six teams beating each other up, maybe, hopefully going two and one, one and two, something like that. They need to handle their business, Joe, do what yeah. they're supposed to do, and then they're sitting pretty in the – not pretty, but like, you know – they get a little bit of a leg up in the wild. I'd be more impressed if the uh, if the Indians were walking into Minnesota and seeing what they've got. Let's go. Let's let's do this. You know, supposedly you're uh, you're better than yeah. I am, but I don't think so. Uh, but the Yankees get to do that, and everyone gets to the Minnesota gets to take a shot at home against the Yankees. Uh, Houston, if I had to put them in order. <sighs> I mean, from from good to bad, the Yankees are one. I mean, Houston is one, two. And then to me, you can put, I mean, I don't trust Minnesota. That's the problem here. I don't trust them. I thought they were overachieving the entire first half. They're not great in the second half. They just split their series against Oakland 2-2 at home. But I think they overachieved in the first half. And I think that gave us a, a false uh, a false narrative here regarding the Twins. I think they were good, but I do think Cleveland is better, and I do think there are better teams than the Minnesota Twins, who are probably they're probably going to be battling for that second wild card when it's all said and done. I believe. 
Yeah, you know, here's the thing, and I said this before about Minnesota. The way they are constructed is really more for the regular season than for the playoffs, in my opinion, mm. because they're hitting home runs, but I still, outside of Berrios, I still question their starting pitching, Joe. Okay, right. and that may work on a random Wednesday in Kansas City. But come October, when you're facing Verlander and Cole, or hopefully Severino back and, you know, Tanaka and Paxton, things like that, you need to not rely on the Earl Weaver three-run home run and winning games, you know, nine to eight in the playoffs. I think good pitching, as we saw in the All-Star game, good pitching will still beat good hitting. And when they step up, I think that'll be a problem. They're good for the regular season. I don't buy them either. I think it's the Yankees, it's the Astros, and then it is a gap to the rest mm. of the team. At this moment, Joe, it would be a surprise for me if the ALCS was not Yankees-Astros. This is, and it's interesting, this is, uh, Minnesota is, it's got better odds than what Cleveland does. They got better odds than Tampa and Boston. They got better odds than, uh, than Oakland, but can we not, can we stop sleeping on Oakland? I, like, I don't, yeah. I don't understand they're in all, they did it last year. The whole money, I don't know how they do it, Dan. I really don't. The whole money ball theme, we all make fun of Billy Bean, but yeah, guys, Here's Oakland again. Like they're beating everybody they're supposed to beat. They they win at home. They win. They hit the ball. They play defense. It's they went out and they lost their best pitcher and they still have over the last month. They still have one of the best records in uh, in baseball over the last thirty days. I don't know how he does it. With I don't know how Billy Bean Moneyball. I look at that lineup. I'm going nice. I don't get it. Like I just I can't understand it. I just learn not to argue with it. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, Joe, I feel similarly about the Tampa Bay Rays. You know, these are teams that in the AL, I usually like, I probably short shrift them if you want to know the truth. I'm like, yeah, they're nice. They're cool. But I don't ever really fully take them seriously. And then, Joe, you say it all the time. The Tampa Bay Rays won 90 games last year. You know what I mean? Like the Oakland A's, that's the level of winning that they're at, which is, Mm. you know, true contender status. Yet I still, in my mind's eye, don't take them seriously, and I'm I'm acknowledging that bias, and I think a lot of right. people across the country have the same. Are the Red Sox done? I don't think they're going to win the division. Are they done as a playoff team? No. You still do. You think they'll be there when it's all said and done? Yeah, and then if they're in a one-game playoff, and you got to run out, you know, uh, an Oakland A guy, and they get to run out Ooh. Chris Sale, I may lean towards Sale. Oh. So much to be determined here. We'll try to break it down for you. Try to make it rain. It's what we do. Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Hi, I'm Frank Thomas, the Big Hurt. After I left baseball, I just couldn't stay in shape like I used to. Turns out, once you hit 40, your body has less free testosterone, and that can make it harder to get into shape. So I got back into the game with Nugenics. I'm feeling stronger with a lot more energy and drive. You want to get back into shape? Get Nugenics. All you have to do is send one simple text. Frank's right. Just text YOUTH to 321321 to get a complimentary bottle of award-winning Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Its unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testofen, a patented key ingredient clinically researched to help a man feel stronger, leaner, more energetic, and more passionate. And guys, she'll like the difference too. Nugenics samples are not available in stores. 
to get your complimentary bottle, text YOUTH to 321321. That's Y-O-U-T-H to 321321. Indeed knows finding the right hire takes time away from your business. Hiring a qualified data engineer felt like a second job. More job seekers use Indeed than any other site, so there's no better place to find someone with the skills you're looking for. I needed someone with a master's in computer science and database experience. Plus, Indeed screener questions help you find your shortest fast. Now I'm back to having just one job. See why more than 3 million companies worldwide use Indeed to hire. Post your job at Indeed.com slash hire. Indeed, the world's number one job site. Source comes score total visits. In the game with DraftKings Sportsbook, where listeners of this network can get a risk-free bet up to $500. Here's how it works. First, create a DraftKings Sportsbook account, then make a deposit and place your first bet and DraftKings will match it up to $500. Just go to sportsgrid.com slash DK to play. That's sportsgrid.com slash DK. Act quickly. This offer won't be around forever. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over, New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. Lose weight now. Go to fat100.com. Lose that unwanted belly fat today and get free information at fat100.com. Fit in the dress or pants or bathing suits you've always wanted to. Go to fat100.com. Lose 10, 20, or more pounds immediately. Go to fat100.com. For free information on how you can lose weight, go to fat100.com. Fat100.com. That's fat100.com. Did you miss me? Here's what you missed on Make It Rain. And I don't want Yeah, so Brooks Cup get thrown a whole damn tour under the bus there, especially after shooting 74. Bill still finishing top five, of course, fourth in the uh, British Open, but he was he was not happy to say the least uh, yesterday after being paired up with JB Holmes. A notorious, listen, great guy, good dude, somebody you're going to want to drink a beer with at the end of the bar, which is usually what happens at the end of uh, at the end of tournaments. He doesn't go to the putting green. He comes into the bar at the uh, at the country club yeah, he's playing at. Yeah, yeah exactly. Bad. Good dude, you know. But when it comes to playing with him, he has a reputation of being a guy that is very methodical, takes his time. And I think what Brooks's point was there, Dane, is that it's not that he he's that slow, but while another guy is hitting, usually what happens is the other golfer who's waiting to hit is going through a pre-shot routine, picking a club. Apparently, J.B. Holmes doesn't do a damn thing until it's his turn to play. So Brooks is a guy that's like, you know, hit the ball, walk to the ball, pick a club, hit the ball, walk to the ball, pick a club, hit the ball, walk to the ball. Right, right, right. Brooks Cup is a guy who likes, hey, let's go, you know. Let's and But it was painful. Not only did the dude take forever, but he shot 87, Dane, and... Could you imagine being a dude shooting 70, you know, 73, 74, and having to watch a guy drop two, hit three, drop four? I mean, it's I understand Brooks's point, and a lot of people are like, whoa, Brooks, man, what are you doing? But this is not the first time we've heard this about J.B. Holmes, but I think it makes a little bit of sense because it was quite obvious Brooks Kupka, he was not himself there yesterday on Sunday watching him swing that club. Yeah, you know, that's interesting. I got, I got a question for you in NASCAR. If a car is, like, not on the lead lap, Joe, right. and another car is trying to pass him, doesn't the car, like, not on the lead lap kind of have to give the other car the right away? Don't they have to kind of go down on the track and let the let the lead dogs kind of be competitive and stay on their own pace? You know, and it usually is, provides that, yes. You know, that that's that's kind of what I'm thinking of here, right? If J.B. Holmes is blowing up in front of himself, I understand oh. if he's also, like, two shots 
um, behind the lead or something, and he's got to be, you know, but if he's kind of not in contention anymore and right behind where he's playing with or right in front of people who are in contention, I almost yep. think like the course starters should have to be like, yo, hey, let's go, just quick up the pace, you know, that sort it's of thing brilliant. so that yes. everybody else can stay on point. Yep. Yeah. I mean, his expressions just all week. I mean, this was this was his expression watching him across. Well, he's not even waiting for for Jamie Holmes to finish playing. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, he's cursing under his breath. He's going, right. "This? Are you kidding me? Now you're this lining up." This MF the is only lining up the putt now. <laughs> He's like, I start lining up the putt. I can't. <laughs> it, it is. I mean, it's just priceless, man. And then to me, I thought it to, and this is JB Holmes, by the way, who sends this back. Like, like dude, Cup is like playing like he had ice cream in the car. Fantasy Sports Radio Network. News update. In Major League Baseball, the Boston Red Sox are reportedly involved with two different closers, according to John Morosi of MLB Network. They've been interested in Ken Giles of the Toronto Blue Jays and Kirby Yates, the closer for the San Diego Padres. Ryan Braun was unavailable on Sunday due to 